This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So this is the besotted Pride of West London mini-podcast. It's only a mini-podcast because last weekend we had a game. Not enough time for everyone to get together, but I thought we would got Borough in the house on Tuesday night and it would be only right to actually have a little conversation with the Borough crew to find out what's going on. I haven't spoken to them for a few months and seeing as they're riding high and we're doing all right, just bubbling below, we just thought we'd have a little conversation. So I've got on the phone the 12th man borough. He's going to give us a little insight. What's going on? How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm very well, thank you. That's good, man. That's good. Yeah, so you've been, uh, you've had quite a good few months since the last time we, uh, we we spoke, actually, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. It's been, um, it's been, it, it's been better than anybody can expect, really. Um, you know, um, there, was, there was always a promise of a, promise of a good season after, after how well we done last year. But we just seem to have pushed on, and um, you know, last year we, we struggled in key games, um, and we didn't do ourselves justice against the the teams at the top, uh, vying for top spot with us. This year we've overcome those problems, and um, you know, Brighton, Brighton, we beat at their place under their run. Uh, Derby, we beaten Ipswich, a, a, a terrible record we've got at their ground, but we went there and won. So it seems as though we've we've overcome that hurdle, and um, yeah, we're pushing on, and we're looking okay at the moment. I mean, I know that. I mean, we met in the, just before the summer, and a big playoff game. You know, we came down, you beat us twice. You went to Wembley. You were very disappointed. You lost to Norwich, and you must have thought, oh no, it's all gone horribly wrong. But now, in retrospect, do you think that maybe last season was a little bit early for you to go out because you weren't right? At the time, you know, I thought we we would have won at Wembley because we'd beaten Norwich twice. Um, we, we were looking strong. We did have a, a couple of injuries going into the final. Um, I was still confident. Um, however, we started very poorly, very slowly, found ourselves 2-0 down early on, and and that was enough for Norwich just to control the game from then on. You know, they never let us back in it. So, really, it was a lovely trip to Wembley, all the build-up and everything, but the 90 minutes was uh, was, was 
was poor from our point of view. I mean, do you think that this season as a team, I mean, you sort of kind of hinted at it, but do you think that you're stronger this season than you were last season? I do, yeah. Um, I, I think that individually we've we've got some stronger players in, but I think collectively we're a, a real real good team unit. You know, I mean, the news news broke recently that um, after a recent defeat at Cardiff, where um, the match was poor, it was heading for nil nil. Cardiff scored late on, very late on. The team captain sort of called all the players around to his house, and he must have just had a bit of a I don't know, heart to heart, and and from then, from then we we we've stepped on. So I think it was a fantastic um, move by by the, the the captain. I don't know whether it was uh, probably his own decision or, well, I think it was his own decision. I don't think it was anything instigated by the manager, but it just seems to have bonded the team, and you can see that the fights, the the scrap, the work so hard, the the. the, the they throw themselves into every challenge. They're, it's a proper team. It's not like a, a bunch of individuals. It's a it's a strong unit, and um, we have progressed definitely. So interesting because you you got rid of Bamford at the end of the season. Um, do you think you're really missing him? And, and would he fit into your side now? He was a big influence um, on our season. He scored some key goals um, and, and quite a lot of them. Um, whether or not. He would suit our style at the moment. I'm not too sure. Uh, but don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, if he was offered to us on loan, I'm sure most Borough fans would gladly accept him back. But it's not up to us, if you know what I mean. It's it's what it's what it's the, he's Chelsea's player, and, and and they can decide what they want to do with him. But we haven't got him, so we have to get on with it. Um, we've got on with it very, very well. Have you been keeping an eye on the Brentford camp? I know. I mean, we were chatting a bit earlier about you know ups and downs at the beginning of our season. I mean, what's your impression of what's gone on in the Brentford camp? Well, um, pretty strange, really. I mean, at the start of the season, you got this. Um, I can't pronounce the guy's name, but anyway, you, you got this guy in, and, and he was sort of. It, it was like a sort of a spreadsheet manager, wasn't it? If you know what I mean, his um, his philosophy, and um, that didn't particularly. Um, work well and go down well with the fans I'm led to believe the new guy who's come in um, he seems to have sort of um, settled you down a little bit and uh, and you're starting to pick up some results I know obviously Saturday against Walsall was a was a, the, the wrong result from your point of view but the, your league form is, um, is, is improved under is it Dean Smith? Yeah, Dean Smith. I mean, I mean, what happened was obviously you, the, the guy that, that came in earlier was Marianus Dykhouse and Brentford made a mistake. It wasn't a spreadsheet thing. What they did is they, I think they got a little bit too clever by trying to employ someone from Holland who basically you know bought players for very little money and kept his team in their Premier League. So we brought him over for he'd do a perfect job for us, play tactical football. But the style of football that he was trying to get his players to play just didn't work for us. It just didn't work. It wasn't right for us. And it wasn't the Brentford way. And I think we found that out very early on. The training wasn't right. There's all sorts of things that weren't right. So the management made a decision to get rid of him very early. And we actually got in Lee Cardsley. You remember the old Everton player, Lee Cardsley? So we got the Cardsley in and he actually steadied the ship. And he actually got Brentford playing very much like we were last season. But he didn't want the job because he wants to work with youth players. And so right. we've got in Dean Smith, and he's only been in for about a month. And he's kind of tried to continue the same style of football but putting his own stamp on it. So, you know, he's had a fairly decent run. He's had a few wins, a few losses, a few draws. 
So it'll be interesting to see. And on Saturday, obviously, because both of us were in the FA Cup, and I know that you lost, you didn't play particularly well on Saturday. For us, we tried to do the old FA Cup, let's try a few players on the fringes with a few first-team players, and it just doesn't quite work out. We, there's no cohesion. There was no vibe. We were pretty awful, to be quite honest with you. And Walsall came, and they sort of kind of ran circles around us. So it's a new team going to be on, on Tuesday night. Um, pretty much, I say pretty much a new team because obviously we've had a couple of players who've had um, transfer requests either put in or people have been requesting them. James Tarkowski, our centre-back, he's been out the last couple of games and the rumours are that Burnley are in for him, so he might be missing in action. And also uh, um, Dia Garaga, who's the, the central midfielder, who he played a couple of decent games up at yours as well. And yeah. he's, is he going to Rangers or thinking of well, wanting to go to Rangers? Well, I think Rangers have been put in the bid. He's put in the transfer request, apparently. But Rangers, have they got the money? You know, they've put in a bid of hundred, two hundred thousand pounds, and you know, our asking price is nearer to a million. You know, including the add-on. So, you know, Rangers haven't got much money, and all their money is. And I hope I don't get sued for this. Apparently, meant to be a little bit grey and shady. So, whether or not this will happen or not, it may not. Saying that, there are probably other teams in for him as well, which I've heard on the grapevine. So. Whether who's going to play tomorrow, I don't know. But still, we've got a lot of players out there, and it's going to be a different team than you that you saw up up at yours um, last September, where we played yeah. some decent football. In particular, when we our backs were up against the ball, we played some wicked football, if you remember rightly. But oh, yeah, um, yeah. you know, but it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game because you guys, we you know, we tip our hats to you and we say you play some you're much more solid. You're one of those sides which are really hard to play against. And uh, it's going to be difficult. So yeah. you got a coach coming down tomorrow, anyway, haven't you? Yeah, I've got. Um, yeah, I take a coach to all. Well, two to a lot of the games. Now, obviously, when we're top of the league, um, the, the, the interest is greater. Um, but on a Tuesday night, I've only got one coach coming down to Brentford. But even so, we'll uh, we'll make a good day of it. Uh, those two players you mentioned, are they? Are they? Won't they feature tomorrow then? We, we shall we shall see, but we've got players in reserve. The good thing about it is that we've been bloody. We've had so many injuries this season. We've had about fifteen injuries, most of them long term, um, some of them season long, some of them half season long. So we've had to bring in sort of kind of sort of like fringe players to actually play in their place. So we've had players that are blooded. So you know we've got you know we've got players who can still do do the business as such. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I think I think it will be a tough game. You know, I mean, um, you've got some players that we need to keep an eye on. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's 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 always a difficult game down there, uh, and I don't think tomorrow will be any different. I don't think so either. And, and just to say, I mean, obviously we haven't played you since September, and obviously the players remember it very well. A few of your players have left, but who should we be looking out for on tomorrow night? Well, like I say, we're more of a we're more of a, a, a strong team, you know. That there's, there's threats from everywhere, and our top scorer is uh, Christian Stuani. He's a uh, he's a Uruguay international, and um, he tends to play sort of a, a wide role. But he's a, he's a very very good player. He's, he's, he'll pose an aerial threat, and he's, he's very good on the deck with the ball as well. Um, Kike, I think he'll probably start tomorrow, and he's not prolific, but he's a, he's a good striker. His work rate, um, uh, and he's done recent. He's done well recently um, because David Nugent. Mystery games uh, because of a sending off, and Kike uh, came in, and obviously really wanted to keep his shirt. So, um, so he, he, those three games we won them all, and uh, and he was a key player in all. 
Um, and then midfield, Adam Clayton. Um, he's a he's, he's he's the boss, you know. Ledbetter is the captain, but um, Clayton is, um, is is sort of star of the show. Um, most games, not far behind is Ledbetter, but um, you know our midfield is a, is solid, you know. So so I hope we can tie that um, position up. And then our central uh, defensive pair of uh, Ben Gibson and Danny Ayala are just uh, just immense. You know, our sort of goals conceded this season, it, it, it's very, very impressive. Um, yeah, they, so, you yeah. know, it, it's a strong spine, to be honest. It's a really strong spine that we've got. It is, and, and, and we know, I mean, we've always had to work very hard to try and score against you, and we're going to work extra hard this season as well, because we haven't got the we haven't got the strike force of Andre Gray, who's a, who's a threat. But saying that, we are still actually the highest goal scorers in the league at the moment now, which means that we've got goals coming from everywhere. And in particular, obviously, you know, Alan Judge. And also, I'm sure that Vibe will be starting tomorrow as well. Um, and he's been out because he's been knackered as well. So he can be a threat. And Jurisin, who's been injured as well as our striker, um, great little player as well. So he's going to be in and around there as well. So we're big enough threats and hopefully we'll be able to penetrate your defence for once, is all I say. But listen, tomorrow... <laughs> You boys are going to be down. You boys and girls, sorry, are going to be down. Are going to be down, and uh, we'll have a beer with you in yep. Loser before That's the match. Good. It'll be yeah. good. You know, we can actually uh, exchange beers. You can have some of our Southern Pride or whatever we drink. You know, I know you 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 gave us your beers up in the in the 12th man bar after the game. You know, after we went there on Tuesday night, which is great. It's great to see your little hangout. So yeah, you can come and see our hangout tomorrow, and we'll have a few beers and we'll exchange a few drinks maybe after the game, and uh, hopefully. The three points will be in our bag. I'll certainly have a drink with you, but, um, well, <laughs> I can't see three points going your way. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. Anyway, catch you tomorrow, mate. Okay. okay. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.